Welcome back to Trade Talk. L.A. Aiko here. Another episode coming to you. Easter Sunday. Um, I'd like to reference it with the time because we are in unprecedented times and it would give perspective to what is going on. Before getting into this episode, I do want to uh, go over uh, my other episodes, most recent ones, because we have some immediate changing events that are happening and I just want to update people on those because uh, it will change the trade thesis that I originally said and what direction I'm going to be going in. Um, for start to begin with, uh, U.S. shale producers are under pressure, which was uh, my last episode. Uh, it seems like that won't be happening anymore as uh, Saudi Arabia, Russia, and uh, the United States have come to some form of agreement on cutting production. Um, which lets you know, again, it, it's it's just an interesting scenario because it's just going to kick the average American in the ass. Um, gasoline will be back to being more expensive in a time where the average American can't afford it. Anyhow, uh, that is to say that my position on shorting U.S. shale companies, shorting their bonds... Yeah, probably won't work in the immediate sense, if not at all. It seems like not that Trump is going to bail them out, but that oil prices should increase. I'm still watching it from the sidelines. I don't have full convictions that they just jump up and increase tomorrow. But we probably won't see, you know, oil prices lower than $20 a barrel as they will cut production over the next few weeks. Um. I would say that's probably the only one that I needed to speak about. Oh yes, no, that is not the only one that I needed to speak about. Um, the one article, the one podcast that I had on March twenty seventh, speaking about no yields are the element that will cause the real systematic recession. Well, we have a most interesting episode today because it speaks about the U.S. Federal Reserve buying municipal bonds. Now, most people are probably not familiar with municipal bonds and how they work. Uh, this is an area that I have a lot of expertise in, as I did it for many years, sold bonds for many years, understand the market in detail as well as a corporate market. Yes, the March 27th episode had a lot to do with um, corporate bonds, but muni bonds are just as equivalent as they fall under uh, what are called fallen angels if they slip below triple B um, rating so I'd like to start the episode off with the exact words from the Fed. The Fed says the Federal Reserve will continue to closely monitor conditions in the primary and secondary markets for municipal securities and will evaluate whether additional measures are needed to support the flow of credit and liquidity to state and local governments. That is huge. That is very huge. And let me explain to you why. Under no circumstances beforehand in 08 was the Federal Reserve involved in the municipal or corporate bond market. Um, sorry, no, let me take that back. Corporate bond market, they were involved in a way, not, in, not directly buying, but in a municipal bond market, they were not involved at all. Most people don't know that states can go bankrupt. The great state of New York has gone bankrupt and default, not, sorry, not bankrupt, has defaulted on their uh, bond payments before. And actually, they can go bankrupt. Let me take that back. I just couldn't reference the exact wording 
for the great state of New York. But New York State, at a point, has gone bankrupt in the 80s, defaulting on uh, their obligations and bonds. In 08, there was a situation in which Ben Bernanke um, was not interested in backstopping issues that were going on within municipalities. You see, when you have large-scale unemployment, and in this particular case with coronavirus, you have government shutdowns, tax and revenue bonds are not being paid. Tax and revenue um, anticipation notes are not being paid. That is a big deal. I'll get back to those points later to give you great understanding, but in this case, in 2020, Jerome Powell says, you know what, I'm going to backstop that area. Governors have come to uh, the Fed and said, hey, we need money. Our tax revenue is not coming in. We have bond payments that are due. You've extended the tax year. Um, so that gives us extra, uh, that, that has us not budgeted properly um, to pay those employees that are essential to helping us run our tax and revenue businesses give us money. And as a unit, governors came to the Fed and said, we need about $500 billion in backstopping to allow us to be able to afford everything. The most ironic thing about this is that, as me being a person who owns a tax prep business, I spoke to a lot of clients. I used to explain to them why they would often see it was getting harder and harder for them to collect state refunds or that they would be audited more. I used to tell them, I said, it's it's state government prepping for recessionary times and building up their coffers uh, to be able to afford it. Because when these things happen, even in this current coronavirus situation we're in, pensions still have to be paid. Healthcare still has to be paid. They all come from those benefits that were given to state employees. Think firefighters, policemen, you know, state employees at high ranks, etc. And here we are. It's rearing its ugly head, right? And now you get it. Most people may not fully understand it, but this is where it is. And this is where it's happening. And even still, as they're supposed to be prepared, these states are supposed to be prepared for this, they are not. And they are coming to the government for a bailout. And it is wild because it's like, how many more balls can the administration juggle? I don't think they can really juggle any more of them. It's nonsensical to think that this market continues to shrug off all this bad news and continues to go up. But you know what? Like I said before, where a V-shaped recovery defies logic, you have to just understand that it is going to, for the meantime, defy logic until it doesn't. And that time will come. But the Fed is trying to cover all its bases, and that's a lot of what this um, this episode is about. You see, the hypothesis in this episode and, w- and what I'm going over is that, oh, I think the shorts are done for a while until you see another chink in the armor. I, I know I won't be able to time when the shorts will come back, but I know that I'm getting away from trying to short this market. Every angle that I look at in this market, unless it's some esoteric small name that people don't know about or is is not interesting or not substantial enough, I think that 
the broad market has too much support and too much liquidity being pumped into it to where you can try to short it. You know, to get into the episode, you see that as the pressure mounts from the from coronavirus, liquidity has become such a concern, you know? The Treasury has everyone begging at their doorstep. I'm talking about from the movie industry. AMC is begging that they're going to go out of business. You know that um, the vast conglomerate that is um, hospitality and entertainment is begging at the government's doorstep. Now governors are begging at the uh, government's doorstep for liquidity within uh, their municipal markets. It doesn't end, man. It just, it simply doesn't end. You know, the Fed is saying that it's buying bonds two years out, 24 months at the maximum short, short term to just supply the liquidity that the state governments need until they receive the anticipation payments from these companies, these bigger companies that have been shut down due to you know, due to the coronavirus, all right? So sales taxes are down deeply. People aren't buying anything. Gasoline tax is down deeply. No one's pumping gas. State unemployment is high. More benefits need to be paid out. The Fed wants no parts of not supporting this market this time around. As I said previously in the episode where Ben Bernanke back in 08 had no interest in supporting the municipal markets. The reason why the Fed in prior didn't want anything to do with it is because it can allow political influence and determination within these uh, small cities and towns with a million people or more and overall swaying political activity in a state. Now, some people will say, well, you know, what? Like, what does that matter? We, we need to save this state. I agree. You know, you, you do. A state in default, like in 08, where Jackson, Mississippi was in default, Stockton, California was in default, uh, the whole Illinois was in default, Detroit was in default, uh, not all of Michigan, but Detroit specifically. Um, a lot of New Jersey was under stress, uh, particularly hospitals. Goodness, I could go on and on and on and on and on. There were so many municipal bankruptcies that happened. And to give you a perspective of what a municipal bankruptcy is, it just means that municipalities have, in, have issued tax and revenue bonds and defaulted on their ability to pay for them. Puerto Rico was the most recent to have this issue. They have, let's say, a 6% tax and revenue bond in which they collect tax, uh, sales tax and revenues from uh, and tax on revenues from businesses. And they're supposed to pay that back to bondholders and then use some of it to, you know, reinvest back into their government. Well, the businesses stop paying, the government can't pay. There's not enough business happening. It's a done deal, right? So in this particular case, we have where the Fed has come in and said, you know what? Don't worry about it. All states, including D.C., any cities that have a population over one million, we will cover any tax and revenue anticipation, bond anticipation notes, and any other short-term notes 
in essence, bond anticipation notes are just um, a, a small issuance of interest-bearing securities that are issued before, just to fund um, a project before a larger amount is looked to be raised. In essence, governments, of, sorry, state governments are floating a small issue at a good percentage rate to raise money, fund a project, keep going. Uh, the Fed is not committing to the $500 billion that a lot of these people are out here asking for, uh, which meaning that a lot of these governors are asking for. Instead, the Fed is looking to do $35 billion to cover losses, not looking to bail out the states directly, but looking to, um, to support their, uh, their municipal bond issuance and uh, to front them the money until they can get their books back right. Uh, I can't really say that I, I understand why, but one of the key things in the beginning of this podcast, it says they will support and continue to monitor the flow of credit and liquidity to state and local governments. So there could be more money in the end. There has to be more money in the end. Um, I have seen far, I've seen very big bankruptcies happening to states, the states that are most uh, what do you call it? Most subject to bankruptcy or default are Illinois, Tennessee, New Jersey. Illinois has already had issues with um, state bankruptcy. Uh, they've made it out, but as you can see, they're back in again. New Jersey is heavily uh, dependent on tax revenue from the Port Authority as well as tolls, etc. I've lived in New Jersey for quite some time. And I am aware that it's very common. That's how they make their money. You know what? I, I need to look up uh, New Jersey, <laughs> Port Authority, and toll bonds right now. Usually they trade at a high premium. I wonder what they're trading at right now. Might be some benefit to it, especially with this news coming out. But uh, that's for another time. Uh, in all, the point of the podcast is just to give you a perspective of what I think is... Um, is the move when it comes to this news. The news is not about trading within that market because I don't think you can short anything in that market at this point. But the news is to make, make you understand that the Federal Reserve and the Trump administration are leaving no stone unturned. They are literally looking to support every part of uh, this economy to keep that V-shaped recession going. I no longer like betting against it. I am not going to be betting against it anymore. Uh, I will tuck my tail between my legs when it comes to that. Pick my spots where I need to pick them. But for the most part, I am now net long uh, this uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. I don't think that we maintain a long position um, in perpetuity. I know that at some point, this stuff has to seep into the market. Uh, this stuff being this liquidity. And it's going to cause issues, especially commodity prices are going to have to spike. Um, if you've been following gold, uh, not to get too far off topic, but if you've been following gold and my um, suggestion of buying gold, you see that that's running already. Um, it's just what it is. Thank you for tuning in to Trade Talk. L.A. Aco here. Take care. Stay safe. Happy Easter.